What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Yeah, that's, I think that's my coaching tree. How okay. did you meet and when did you meet Sarah Patterson? Uh... I, I really um, had met the Alabama staff. They had they had recruited out of my gym before when I was a club coach. So this is in that, Minnesota, right? Yeah, that would have been Brian Rashilla mainly. Um, but with I mean, I that met was her Sarah. assistant. Right? That was her assistant. Yeah, I'm, I'm catching up here. Yeah, and, and typically when you're recruiting, it you don't meet the head, meet the head coach until, especially the club coach. The the, the head coach is meeting <laughs> the the kid and the and the parents, but. Um, when I got into, uh, I'd met her a couple of times when I was a club coach, but didn't really know her and, uh, got into my second year at Utah state, which is my second year mm-hmm. in college. Oh. We, we were ranked 14th and got nationally seated and, and drew the short straw of going to Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa. <laughs> which is a place you probably can't win if you're an underdog. So, right. um, you know, she, but, uh, but got to see and meet her and cause you know, when, when they put on that regional meet, you know, she does, it's top notch. She, she brings everybody, all the other staffs from all the other programs come in and you all meet and talk. And she did a big thing with all the media brought them in. So, I mean, really, really showed us uh, how it's done at the highest level. My assistant coach, Ernestine uh, Russell at the time was a former national champion coach. She had retired and then got came out of retirement, but she was from University of Florida. So her and and uh, Sarah went way back. So I was lucky because I got sort of introduced to her through my assistant coach or my co-assistant coach, and uh, and got to know her really well at that point. I know she's from Alabama. Wouldn't she be one of the pioneers in that sport of gymnastics along with yeah. your coach? I think I think the three pioneers that I put up Euclid are her. Suzanne Yachlin. There you go. Um, she's at University of Georgia. Georgia. Uh, Sarah Patterson and Your Greg coach. Marston. There you yeah. go. And then I think the other ones that had major impacts um, are Ernestine Weaver at the time was at Florida. Obviously, Val Condos Field came along. She's at UCLA, came yeah. along a little bit after those guys. Um, but uh, Bev Plocky up in University of Michigan. But the, the real legends, the ones who – who sold arenas out yeah. and won national championships and created sort of these blue blood dynasties. It was Suzanne Yachlin, Sarah Patterson, and Greg Marsden. Yeah, that's it, it, I just remember, Coach, because I didn't know much about it, and I'm like, oh, Alabama's selling fifteen thousand. I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, geez. And they do a. They, they, there was an ESPN thing on the Georgia Alabama oh, yeah. gymnastics meet. I, it, I don't know if it's Suzanne versus Sarah. Or I don't know what it's called. But yeah. it's actually really interesting. I I watched that docu series uh, at a an, at one of our SEC head coaches meetings with Sarah at the table no, sitting right next really? to me, and I'm, and and I remember we were all Suzanne had already retired at that point, but we were all like, "Is this really how it happened?" She's like, "Well, yeah," or that that was a little over dramatized, or, <laughs> or that wasn't even close. There, it was way worse than that. You know, they so. did have a battle, didn't they, Coach? They oh yeah, they didn't particularly care for each other. Well, about. and it was the. You know, that's sort of the thing. It was uh, rivalries 
in the, especially in the old days, rivalries, that's how they, that's how they were. I mean, oh, it God, was I hated. Yeah. yeah it, there yeah. was, there was a yeah. lot of animosity and that type of stuff. I know when I came to interview for the job here. Yeah. Here, okay. my head coach, Greg, uh, had reached out. Uh, Suzanne Yachlin was, uh, advising Jay Jacobs and these guys in, in the, in the process. She had already retired and, she had advised a couple other programs in the hiring process. So he brought her in basically saying, listen, I just need you to ask gymnastics questions because I don't I, I want to hire a great gymnastics coach. But I that sounds just like JJ. Yeah, I hire coaches. I just don't yeah. hire gymnastics coaches. So anyways, uh, I remember Megan Marston, uh, the, uh, basically the co-head coach out at Utah, uh, um, Greg's wife, was really concerned that Suzanne wouldn't give me a fair shake because we'd went five years straight first and second in in the national championship and she was afraid that she's like i just hope the competitive spirit doesn't doesn't uh doesn't mean you won't get the job that type of thing so but no uh, suzanne handled it really well and did she yeah oh yeah, yeah she she was in the interview process with you she never made decisions what she basically told jay and david mines was a sport administrator mm-hmm. at the time and mm-hmm. he was doing a lot of the interviews she said I'm just going to ask questions. I'm not even going to look at you guys to tell you if I like the answer or not. Got I'm it. just going to ask the question, and you guys have to determine. If it's the like, right question. Like she answer. asked at one point, she said, okay, so what are you going to do to turn this program into uh, a premier program? And, you know, she's looking for, are you going to coach better than the last staff? Do you have a different system? Are you, How are you going to recruit? And I said, well, first off, we've, we've got to get – we got to recruit at a high level. We've got to recruit with everybody else. So she goes, okay, so where's the first place that you're going to go recruit? Ooh. And I said, at the time, I said, WOGA, which is World Olympic Gymnastics. That's where Nastia Liukin was from. And and I had recruited there with from uh, from there with a, when I was at Utah. And, and so every, I mean, it was a table of like nine of us sitting around and all these people and, and they're looking and, at you. you know, all looking at me. And she goes, okay, so, uh, so you're going to go to Woga first. And she goes, okay, so who are you going to call? Wow. And I said, well, I'll call Valeria Liukin. And she goes, let me see his phone number. No. Yeah. So I pulled up his phone number and put it there. And she sat back and she goes, then she explains. She goes, Valeria Liukin is the number one coach in the country at this point. He has the number one program in the country at this point. He's got like nine recruitable athletes that are all on national team. And he and only he's gives got his cell number. And he only gives his cell phone out to the people he trusts. She said that in that in, in the interview. She goes, "I just oh, want you guys to know." What'd you do? Coach? He was correct. What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you <laughs> I'm like, well, I I got one point. <laughs> 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 I didn't know it was going to go down this road. That's so awesome. You <laughs> but, had no idea. No, but that's that's what I felt was so good about this interview process. And and some people tripped up a little bit. Some, oh, I could imagine because yeah, and, and they, and, who's going to know? Let me see the phone number. Well, and, and you some of them that would come out. Some of them had those answers, but they tripped up. They looked nervous. That type of stuff. You just went right on. And and yeah, I mean, my boss Greg Marsden is j- much like Suzanne. Very Direct. straightforward, pretty aggressive. He could tear you apart with his eyes right. if he wanted to. Right. So you were ready for her. Uh, I don't know if I was ready for her, but I but I survived her. <laughs> about, all right. So now, and then Sarah Patson also reached out on your behalf, right? Yeah, she did a lot more in my first year. Okay. Uh, when they hired after they hired me. I remember at one point I went through my first year. Maybe it was my second year. She had done it a couple of times. But after the second year, I think I won SEC head coach of the year. 
and I really hadn't had that much success. I, in fact, I'm not, I'm not even sure if I had any SEC wins. Um, but she wrote a letter to President Gouge and, and stated wow. like, hey, just so you understand, the rest of the gymnastics coaches know how hard it is to, to be relevant in this conference. And we think, and she's basically, I think, he, you, you have a great one if you, if you just keep continuing to give him what he needs. Wow. But basically did both things for me. Basically said, hey, be patient with this guy. And at the same time, like, if he needs something and you really want to compete, this is what his peers think of him. Maybe wow. you guys should pick Coach, it up. Now that, to me. It was huge. That's big, Coach. That's and, and I didn't so know about much. that. You did not? I did not know about that. To I was like months later. I did not know this how was did, going how on. Did you find, how did you find out? Uh, President Gouge said something at one point to me uh, a, a few months later. And he said, you know, I got a really good letter. And he goes, I don't know how much I, I, I should share with you, but it was a really good letter from from Sarah Patterson up at Alabama and, and, and very much su- in support of you. And then uh, I talked to Sarah about it and, and asked her about it later on. And uh, she, she basically said, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the letter I sent him. So she so, What showed did it you me. think, Coach, when you heard that? What did you think? Well, she was somebody I'd always looked up to. You know, look, I can tell. She's, all of us are competitors. I want to beat everybody, and everybody wants to beat me. That's, that's fine. Um, but we have a lot of respect for each other, you know, uh, the, getting a, getting an endorsement of like that from, you know, a multi-time national champion coach who is your You're arch enemy. Yeah. Your enemy. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was, that was good because at the time it was so hard to get everybody here. Not the, I think the fans were starting to figure out that this could be something special, mm-hmm. but it was, it was really hard to get people to understand the gymnastics as a sport, what it could be, Coach. I remember we were with you. I do remember. Yeah, that. you yeah. know, it, it, you have this vision, and they're like, "I don't understand what you're talking about." Like, like, why do you need videos in, in between rotations? And because that costs money, right? And, and why are we putting this money in and, this? And, yeah. and I remember we had a huge problem with they wanted to sell tickets, but I wanted to do vouchers. Uh, which is a free voucher. What we did at Utah was send them to local businesses and they go pick up a free voucher and it would be only on Wednesday or something like that. Same thing as short person appreciation. Right, right. And I wanted to give some freebies. We always had a smaller number of freebies to give away. We weren't giving away every ticket, but but we used to do that at Utah. Give away the the worst seats in the house and and if they like the product, which I thought they were going to like our product, then they're going to want to get the good seats. Amen. They and, come, are going to bring somebody with them to buy tickets. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. was just we were eating Mama Goldbergs to get the, yeah. get the vouchers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and it was that was like I, we went through like seven marketing people at the time with gymnastics, and it was like reinventing the wheel for seven straight <laughs> years. So on the on the short people appreciation that was shorter than you. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all play Randy Newman song as they were yeah. in. Yeah, we, well, we, I, we did not do that here, but I have done that. Okay. They did that at Utah once. Yeah, but that started with an athlete, and uh, and the frats stole the. Stole the short person appreciation, the picture, the cutout of the, the girl, cutout, yeah. <laughs> and and so they thought that's that's a bad look. Yeah. So they wanted to kill the promotion. I said, well, <laughs> nobody's going to steal mine, so we we did it for short person appreciation for me. So. Yeah. Okay. coach, that's a great story about your your coaching and the coaches. There. I mean, that's that's strong. That's well, something to be. Sarah proud Patterson of. pulled me aside when we were up there at this last meet when we were up in Alabama, because. Their head coach now was her right star athlete, right. and and uh, 
She's and, two coaches now. Duckworth yeah. left, and she's with right. Yeah, yeah, yeah now yeah. she's with Ashley Johnston. Right. And she she basically you know she said thank you for what you've done for the sport because she's like we need to look out for the sport we we as That's awesome. we as um, elder coaches I didn't realize I was now an elder coach but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she's like listen we we need to look we out for the sport yeah we need to make sure good people arrived, are in charge coach. yeah you you have yeah you're long yeah. in the tooth you're long in the tooth coach you <laughs> I feel arrived. like it <laughs> you ain't going nowhere though right no go ahead are there any are there any schools uh, or states that have high school gymnastics i know the club that's where yeah. you yeah okay i just know there, we don't have it in probably Alabama. i'd say there's 20 states that maybe 25 states that still have it it's just um i think colorado did it really really well for a long time i don't know if they still do it this way but when i was uh just started coaching in college they have a a, a club program which competes year-round but but basically the clubs compete in the spring that's level 10 that's that's where we go to recruit mm-hmm. and their high school was really smart they put gymnastics in the fall so that I've you could share with the club yep. and get trained up but you could do some watered down routines because you're, you're, you're going to compete on sometimes not the best equipment so you got to be careful uh in in high schools you know some of them aren't as funded as well as others so um but colorado is really smart about keeping their they had a vibrant uh, high school program because they were they were playing that game, and they were they were renting out of local clubs. Renting the, the my brother does this at this right now. Moundsview, I think it's Moundsview High School in Minneapolis, St. Paul area, rents from him just to rent, use their yeah rather their than gym. use yeah. rather than keep their yeah. equipment up, just rent the facility, and the girls get the opportunity to be in you know loose foam pits and trampolines and stuff like that and train better. So incredible! This yeah, I, I didn't know if we still had states that was that were doing that. Uh, but mostly it's all club, isn't it, Coach? Because well, the highest level, it's 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 all club because if you're if you're going to try to be in the top ten or fifteen in the country, you have to have athletes that are trained at a premier level, and it takes a long time to get yeah, to that level. I, all right, now I'm not going to say we surely ahead. some come out of high schools because there's there's a lot of programs and a lot of scholarships, and are the clubs that full of elite prospects? There's there's not a lot of scholarships. There's a lot of programs and a lot of opportunities, but we well, have a lot of division two and three that don't that, that don't give it, um, and that's where a lot of the and and and, and some division one programs. Uh, there are high school athletes on gym, in NCAA programs, yeah. absolutely, and they'd have to be very good high school athletes, right? And that's the point. Is for for me the point would have been if you're in the top ten or fifteen. That if you're a high school athlete, you're probably not actually training enough to be recruited by one of those because we're, we're we're recruiting people who, I mean, you know they're really good at 14. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So yeah. yeah All right. I'm not cha- gonna, world champions. Yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. say where you went a few weeks ago, but where you were out when you were born to playing and we did our interview. Mm-hmm. Where you had a going to see club teams yeah. coach. That's what I thought. Yeah. What, what, was it actually a when you go on a road to recruit? Do you go like to watch a meet, or do you go to practice, or both? Both. We there was two, uh, I've been three places in the last two weeks, mm-hmm. two on the west coast, mm-hmm. and that, those were those Wednesday. That's Thursday where you were. Trips. That, that, yeah. yeah, and then um, <clears throat> it was after the Georgia meet. Uh, we everybody in the country that that didn't have a meet on Saturday was at what's called Winter Cup, which is 
a lead up to the Olympic trials and the the world Where was championship. That, at, Coach? that was that was in Ohio. If or no, so you Kentucky, went. Sorry. So I'm, I'm just going to say this. So oh, one so, okay. flew into Cincinnati, but you flew coast to coast. One, how long were you going? Two days. I was on a Wednesday. I flew coast to coast yep. on one Wednesday. Yep. The next one I was the one we talked. Yep. Flew out on Wednesday. West, came back, back Thursday west, and tried coast to get to coast. Tried yep. to get back in time for practice. Right. And then that then had to meet Friday and then Unreal. at four thirty in the morning my assistant Don't. and I flew up uh, and did a Saturday Sunday meet up because we have some some. Uh, there, there is a, a committed kid who's coming in that was uh, supposed to be in that meet that we were watching. So. When do you take the university playing coach? No. You go to Atlanta and go. Just Delta. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I, that's where you were in the airport. I, yeah. I thought about that after we were doing our interview, and I said, I wonder. You know, that's so, why it's loud in the airport. Well, I know? knew, but I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute, I wonder. So I was going to ask that question. I just yeah. wasn't sure. But we'll take we'll take the university plane a couple of times here. Uh, my assistants took it th- this week. Um, on a short, quick trip because during yeah, the season a, it's really yeah, hard. Right. Uh, and I was supposed to be on that trip, but I, I stayed behind because we've had some sickness running through the team and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I wanted to train some of the athletes that it, the the Kentucky meet shoved to Saturday really yeah hurts us. Yeah. And and uh, and then we you know we lost our plane coming back. I didn't realize you don't that. get you don't get the the, the charter planes around, are all back. booked. No, <laughs> for some reason <laughs> they, didn't go my they, they got places back. to go. You know, so. I will what give happened? a shout out to our administration. Our our my my Jen Ann right. is our sport administrator. Right. John Cohen, my my athletic Your new director, AD. and the president. All the president all sent the jets up to pick up my athletes. Really? Yes. Now there you go, coach. That's yep. Wayne Newton. And baby. I rode the bus back. Really? <laughs> Did you really? Some, somebody has to. Yeah. We, you oh, can't you can't fit everything it. on you I can't fit everything it. onto those planes. Listen, Eddie, I mean, let's the girls fly. You're hey, on. What, the, okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, the, I guess Nate, more, what's the closest place if if Mark and I wanted to go see elite high school or pre oh, yeah. question, you know Jeff. collegiate good athletes? Question. Where would where would be the closest place that they would have a meet? Atlanta, they've had a couple good okay. ones. Um, uh, it's called the 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 highest level meets are are Nastia qualifiers, Nastia Luke and runs a series that qualifies the highest level kids. We have a kid coming in next year, Julianne Huff, who was up at this winter cup meet. She was at the, the Nastia uh, meet, which is you have to outright win one of the biggest meets in the country to be invited to that meet. And so she did that and, uh, and, and ended up, you know, um, being in one of the premier meets of the year that that's, that one was in Louisville there's the, the qualifier, there was a qualifier in Atlanta. There's a qualifier in Phoenix. So Atlanta has some uh, North Carolina area. Sometimes Charlotte Charlotte has had it uh, quite a few times. Florida has had it in Tampa. Uh, last year, Tampa had it. So it's not far. You don't have to go very far to Hour and a half to yeah. Atlanta. To Let me ask this. Anybody in Atlanta, Alabama have a super uh, gymnastics uh, There's um, There's a few programs that, yeah. that are really, really good in, in, in Alabama. The uh the population just isn't. That's what I was curious yeah. about. It's yeah. it's different when you're in a city and and you know if you're in Atlanta or you in New or in York, Houston. you're in L.A., you're in Houston, you've got a huge population base to draw from. Yeah, so. that's a good point. Coach Jeff Graba in the house in the orthopedic clinic studio, last home meet of the year. Uh, and you no, know, when the students aren't there, that would mean standing room. You can probably get a bleacher seat. Is one. Oh, students are gone, aren't yeah. they? I'm, I'm hoping we'll have a good student turnout, but it's not going to. There, there will be some opportunities to get standing room. Seats. Is that like standing by the mats? 
Yeah, you can come right down. Yeah, All right, so you hold can stand on with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, hold on now, Coach. So you're saying to people right now that they can get tickets? Is that right now? Yeah, we we should still have standing room tickets available. All right, good deal. Yep, and All those right. are and those will be good tickets on this particular night because uh, there are there's got to be some bleacher seats available. I'm assuming. All right, so last meet, tell me what you're looking forward to do, Coach. Kind of lay it out there. Well, we gotta we have to develop a couple other people. We you know we just let one go in in Kentucky. We were all the way down to our the last three Beamer teens, and you know we didn't have a great meet, a perfect meet. We had there was a lot of a lot of change, you know that 11 a.m. meet. Well, we I was going to say you wasted a, a whole night. Yeah, there's a, to... there was a lot of, lot going on, and put some put a freshman in, you know, got some other people in that type of stuff. But we were right in it. We were going to go one nine mid 197 without SUNY at all, and uh, and we got to our last three Beamer teens and really good. Beam workers just felt the pressure a little bit, I think, and tried too hard, and and we ended up having to count a fall. But we were really darn close to to doing it. That's what I want to see tonight. And we talked about that yesterday in practice. Like, hey, you know, we have to be the team. You got to quit looking over your shoulder and trying to fix the other person's problems. You, you nobody can score a ten point one. Let's let's just stay focused on what we can control. And you know. We have a really good group of athletes, but we have a a, a group that is trying a little too hard. So I, I need pressing to see themselves, down. coach. Pressing, pressing. You know, yeah. You know, just uh, all you got to do is is survive in advance. You just got to get that right mentality. You know, it doesn't. I don't care if we win ugly, if we win pretty. I don't care if we, you know, what we score at this point. I really don't care where we are in the rankings. Or know, if you have an afternoon session yeah, in the SEC, about, you said I don't that care well about ago. that. I care about you know. If you're a talented athlete and you're on the bench because we've made a mistake, we've injured you or, or you've injured yourself, then we, we don't have a shot in the next three weeks. What we got to do is make sure everybody's on their A game when we need them. And, uh, and that means all you others that this is your opportunity. You know, uh, look at the Super Bowl. Every year I hear all the analysts say this. At the Super Bowl, everybody expects the great ones to show up. But there's always a surprise wide receiver or running back or 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 D back who makes you know shuts a shutdown corner that nobody knows or a defensive yep. end. Yep. There's always somebody who's like always been flying under the radar that that rises up. That's that's where I'm I was really interested to see that last weekend and this weekend. There were some really bright real bright spots last weekend and I want to see if it continues tomorrow. So tonight. tonight, tonight, tonight. And tonight's at Six thirty, Se- uh, seven, seven o'clock. Seven yep. o'clock. Is it TV tonight, by chance? It, it's uh, on the plus. Okay. And doors open at five thirty. There you go. All right. So, uh, how many regulars will be in the meet, Coach? You got some you're resting, taking out. You got that. You know, uh, honestly, right now it's just uh, pretty much our lineup without Suni at okay. this point. We're gonna we announced last night. She's she's still dealing with some stuff that I just I just don't want to put people out there and and put them at risk. I understand that, that. You know, our sport's already risky enough, so I, I shouldn't say at zero risk, but but we're not going to go down that road whether we need her when we need her at the end. Um, but we also got to get some seniors out there. This is their last opportunity in Neville Arena. and uh, That's a good point, Coach. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're in our depth. Some of them are competing a lot of events for us. Some of them are right on the alternate spot. So this is, you know, it's – it's step up time, you know. We need to have everybody step up and have a good attitude about it. I mean, he's going to well. Go ahead. Well, you know, the last time you were in here, you're getting ready to go to Kentucky, and you mm-hmm. said yep. it was a business decision yeah. that, that you were making as far as who pulling back some, you know, uh, 
is is that where you consider tonight's event? Yeah. Uh, for, for for one, I mean, I'll go back and say I said this uh, the other day. I don't rest people just to rest them. There's there's things going on that make sense, you know that, and we have to be smart. You know, I'd like to be in the. You know, we we were talking off air about this earlier. I'd love to be in the in in the night session. Yeah, I didn't mean to bring that up. I'm glad you're okay with yeah. that thing. No, no, it's fine. I'd okay. love to be in the night session at SECs, but if you get in a night session at SECs, or if you or, or if I try to do it tonight, and I end up injuring somebody or beating somebody up, uh, then then the, the rest of the season and the team and my athletes know the rest of the season's really nice session or not it doesn't matter yeah it, it won't matter yeah. i'd be, i'd rather go to the afternoon session strong or getting stronger so that i go into the that round of 32 we've already sewed up a, a buy in the first round right, of the there ncaa you go. tournament there you go we're already going to be probably a, a three seed maybe a two seed in the round of 32 and if you look at the way it's balanced if you're a two seed you have to beat the three if you're three seed, to you got to beat the if two. If the three seed has to beat, beat the, the two. two. So you're in the same so, spot. So you're in the same boat. So at some point, if you're not a one seed, uh, the two and three, three seed, are the you same. just don't want to be a four if you I can help it, it because you're the four has got to go against the one. Yeah, it makes good sense, Coach. So, so once we got to the bubble two and three, it's like, okay, I'd rather be strong when I have to beat number two than, than to be weak and have to beat number three. Did you? How many years have you been in Auburn now? This is my 13th. 13th, that's what I was thinking. Did you have that mentality off the bat, or have you had to learn that like that? I learned that from Greg Marsden. That's that, what I – From, from my from old head There coach. you go. He, he, he would say all the time, he's like, we went into the Nash, to, to the regional meet uh, ranked 12th. That was back when 12 teams went to the semifinals and six teams went to the final. It was the lowest we'd ever went in ranked uh, in, in the history of Utah gymnastics at that time. And we went to – we we went against Auburn. Auburn was ranked ahead of us, and um, that was two thousand and nine, I believe, or two thousand and eight. Uh, and it was in Seattle, and we 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 showed up. We were ranked twelfth, and Greg's like, "Listen, he brought the team together. He goes, the the rankings don't matter. It doesn't doesn't matter what tomorrow night matters. Who shows up tomorrow night? Do you guys have what it takes to win? You do." So he goes, we've trained 14 meets to be ready for tomorrow night. And they've trained 14 meets to be ready for tomorrow night. I think we're better than them to, to a bunch of the other teams that were out there. And uh, we, we, we lost our number three kid that night to a, to a sickness, woke up the next morning, started a freshman, but we'd been through so much adversity that she'd been in before. She'd been in this situation. We went in, won the meet. Got a two seed all the way, like ranked second, went from 12th to second to the NCAA tournament and went all the way and almost beat Georgia that year. That was wow. it. We finished second. And that's it, it. He would say all the time, you need to have your horses at the end. All right. I, I, I just was thinking about it the other day. They were racing a half a million dollar race. And I'm not comparing you just kind of did a, a mm-hmm. young lady to a horse, but they kind of talking. The horse goes up to the gate and there was some little, they didn't see an injury, but the horse wasn't acting right. Mm-hmm. They scratched the, the yep. horse. Yep. And they go to the owner and he goes, We paid a half a million dollars for the horse. We're not running it if we think something's wrong because there'll be other races. Yep. And that's kind of what I don't mean to compare it, but that's kind of what you're saying right there, isn't it, coach? Right. Yeah. And, and if you paid a half million dollars for the horse, thank you. And 
you think that horse has what it takes to win the big one. That's what he's. Oh yeah. By the way, yep. that, that, I meant to say that's there are other saying. big races. I yeah. didn't mean to say that's, what, that's he's saying, what he's saying. Right? Yeah. And, We're not worried about this race. And and that's your responsibility. Absolutely. That's the horse is never going to pull mm-hmm. itself. Oh, he's he would have yeah. gone on and tried to yeah. run. You know, exactly. You're talking my language because my 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 mom's. Uh, my my grandpa was a rodeo guy and okay and and uh, that's why Greg Williams and I get along so ah, well. I'd heard y'all yeah, talking that last yeah, week. But, okay. but that is that that is exactly the case. My, my mom could walk into uh, into a horse show. She could walk into a rodeo and she could tell which horses See going that day, which what, what bull not to ride. How about that? Yeah, and that's you know, and that's a, that's something there now. Yeah, and so you know this senior night's important. I love senior night. I love alumni night. It's a it's an alumni night also. I was going to say, is yeah. it alumni? Okay. And but but it's also it's not the final meet of the year. There you it's, go. It's also not the end all be all meet. You know, we we can we can help ourselves a little bit with a great score tonight, but the way the rankings work, not much. We missed our opportunity last weekend, so now we just got to grit our teeth and get through the next two weekends and be a hundred miles an hour at regionals. I've learned so much. Oh, I, oh yeah. I mean, even with. Coach Williams, with a question, with you, uh, with all of them that come in here, uh, heck, even with baseball, there's times where Coach Thompson has to do some things. We, I remember my first year here, uh, Jay Jacobs used to have head coaches meetings at his house, and he'd have a dinner, and especially in the fall when it was crazy time and football was crazy. That right. was 2010. You know, that was a crazy year. And, uh, you know, he'd, he'd have some beers out there and stuff like that. You'd bring your wives up, but my wife wasn't here yet. And uh, and so I sat with Greg Williams and, and and Sandy the whole time. Was that what he was referencing? Yeah, no, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, yeah. all right. So so I won't say on air, but go ahead. We we would sit and talk, and we started talking about he has a rodeo history, right? I have a rodeo history with with my mom's side of the and family. his wife too, and his wife, and uh, and I think at one point we looked up, we just were talking, and we looked up, and and uh, Jay comes out and he goes. Um, I'm going to bed and it's like 1130. <laughs> I'm like, Oh geez, this is, I was like one month into my, and I'm already offending my awesome. AD. So <laughs> we were in a group text last night. He, uh, and coach Williams and that came up cause I was telling him to come by and he said, get him to tell you in the morning. So I won't go to the, the, the text version was a lot better than the radio. I'll say this though. I, I, I had the privilege of meeting Jay Jacobs with super six, super mm-hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. The guy could not have been better. To, to deal with just a incredible individual uh yep. as far as what do you need what we'd go in his office who's now mayor andrews now he was not the mayor then but he mm-hmm. knew him with i mean what do you need yeah and he'd have his assist boom all right get him and then before he left he called us over to have a picture for him because of super i thought mm-hmm. it was just i really like the guy i just and to hear that, that story that sounds kind of like that's him. the way he operated it was yeah tell me what you need you, you don't not 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 necessarily are you going to get it all, but it's going to be on you. And he goes, okay. And I don't. I'll say did Tuscaloosa because we were, and we mm-hmm. go yeah. Sure. Okay, we're definitely going. <laughs> yeah. like, we're not going to let them do. I mean, it wasn't. It was a good spirit. He's like, okay, if they're doing this, we're going to do it. Yeah. And I just thought, man, and I, it wasn't that way with the second one, but anyway, it, it was really good with him. Yeah. And I could see that happening over there. But yeah. I know how you and Coach Wee. He, he's still. Jay still texts me. You told me congratulations yeah. and stuff like that. When I he's at Florida still, right? He's at Florida. Yep, yeah, yep. living life. I know it. Coach Jeff Graper in the house. Another break. We'll come back with more on the.